All right, we are back. Episode three, season two, Tampa Bay Cop Talk. The show. The show. In Al Lang. Yes, we are recording live in Al Lang, which is super dope. Thank you to Emmanuel. He's in room. We'll get him on mic a little bit. I can't get the third mic to work. Ah, It's my fault. We'll get him. But yeah, we had a... On behalf of LFC Tampa, myself and David came down to the stadium. We had we had a talk with the coach Neil, yeah, and Neil the Collins, COO. and the Lee, COO Lee, Lee Cohen. Yeah. And uh, it was I would say I came out of it super pumped up about the Rowdies. Yeah, about very committed to the future. About local soccer, we can't say much. If you see us around the pubs, we'll definitely be able to give you a little bit of you know hype because yeah. there's some things we've been told we can talk about. Yeah. But for the most part, I'll say this. Uh, I, I do support the Rowdies anyways, but I'm even more fired up to for the future. Yeah, and, and this is a great time to get in with the club. Yeah, now is the time to jump on board and kind of help them build the vision that they kind of pitched to us tonight. It's a vision worth making a reality. Yeah, man. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the Rowdies are playing great now. And I having yeah. met, like, the, the president now and the guy leading the operation, yeah, very exciting stuff. Yeah, good leadership. You, nothing... No concerns that were brought up are not on their mind. Yeah, exactly. So that's, uh, that's good to see. So that's the LFC Tampa Bay news. Be on the lookout for all that. Support the Rowdies. And speaking of the Rowdies, we're just going to get right into it. The Rowdies Affiliate Club opened up the season at Anfield. Norwich City. <laughs> they did. Didn't and, go uh, so well. You were down with us at Horse and Jockey? I was. We had yeah, a good well, we time. We had that little... Um, yeah, someone backed their car into London Heights. We had to shut down for the day. Yeah, right. Um, and then, you know, so they, they took the time to be like, we're going to repaint the porch. We're going to do everything. Yeah, we're going to do everything now since we can't be open anyways. Since so. that insurance money's coming in, <laughs> might as well since take Since Tico's it. coming out to work on the gas lines, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Norwich came in town. I, I really like horse and jockey. I had a good yeah. time. We took crew took, over there. took shots and drinks out of the, the Champions League trophy. You did. You did. It was <laughs> awesome. If you saw it on the Instagram, it was good. It was a good old time, you know, just a just a couple couple of Liverpool supporters having a good time. Even better than the good time had at the pub. Four one result. Thoughts? Yeah. That's exactly what I was looking for. I wanted him to come out the gate fast. Yeah. And I thought Origi looked really good on the left hand side. And everybody's been harping on all off season about we don't have a backup for Mane. We don't have a backup for Mane. And then there you go. Yeah. So Mane's not available first game. You stick a Rigi out there and he looks class. Because I think the what people forget is that if Bobby's in the team, we're probably going to be okay. Yeah, exactly. Push it, <laughs> pushing the line, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's unreal. And then, you know, you still have Mo Salah on the opposite side. And I, I just thought Origi was great Yeah. for what he brought to the game. And yeah. And, and unlike last season, although we did beat West Ham out the gate 4-0, the attack looked top form. It wasn't look like they were trying to gel, even though, you know. Yeah, and even with Origi in there. And he was uh, he was class, man. I mean, we'll get into it later, but I captained him on my fantasy team. Of course you did. <laughs> of course <laughs> I did. He set up the own goal to start it off, you yeah, know. And yeah. then he got on the end of a beautiful Trent Alexander-Arnold cross, and he made Who the was, run. Uh, well, no, he wasn't my captain. That's true. But he was on my side. Yeah. Well, we'll get into that later. I have Virgil as my vice. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk <laughs> fantasy. We are going to get into fantasy soon enough. Uh, just on the Norwich stuff real quick, the, of course, the big thing coming out of it, Allison is now injured. Yeah, but I, you know what, though? Like, it was funny because you see the Adrian news, like, two days earlier, and you're like, oh, okay, so is this going to be, you know, well, that's it, it was nice. You're like, okay, it's an upgrade at keeper, a backup keeper, but how often is he going to play anyways? Yeah. Sure, well, okay. So yeah. he's going to play a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But I'm, I'm actually very confident. And I, look, um, I, I, I subscribe to the Athletic. 
the yeah. other day, just like as an early birthday gift to myself, yeah. just for the year. Yeah. And uh, they treat, did treat like, yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they did a extensive like breakdown of Adrian in terms of like his skills, and they're like excellent shot stopper, very good with his feet, good distribution. Yeah. Only question mark over him and why some people didn't value him is decision making. But to the author of that article's point, and I can't I can't remember who wrote it, but they're pointing out the fact that let's not forget that he was the goalkeeper for a terrible West Ham side. That's true. So yeah. you, when you're the goalkeeper of a terrible West Ham side, you have to take a lot of chances and yeah. risks that you may not have to behind Virgil Van Dyke and Joe Gomez and yeah. Andy Robertson. Well, so. Yeah, I was about to say like for me, Allison's out. Obviously, prefer to have Allison, but it's not like the whole back line has been taken out. No. He's going to have Van Dyke in front of him. He's going to have a good back line can make a goalkeeper a whole lot better. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Um, But yeah, so the timetable for Allison, if you haven't heard, it actually came out today. Six to eight weeks, which puts it around September 20th to October 4th. In that run of games, it will be our first Champions League game. We have Chelsea away in that run. We have Sheffield United away in that run. Leicester City home. And then after the Leicester City game and after the window for which he would come back, is the Man United away. So we're kind of at the back end. He'd probably be coming back for Leicester City home and, and hopefully getting time in before Man United away. Uh, at earliest, he could be back for Chelsea away. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we have the, at least we have the guys in front of him. And Adrian, he's not terrible. He's not. No, look, he's a decent keeper. He's, uh, he's probably better than Mignolet at the end of the day, certainly with his distribution. So I think he'll plug in well into the side. Uh there was something made of like you know his first moment, his first kick of the ball. He first time pings the ball out to Robertson in the wide area, and everybody, like the I was hearing like the post match shows from all the fan media sites that were like you know that that ball was like calm me down. I'm like, well, you know, let's give this guy a shot because yeah. he's not half bad. He's got good experience. I he's played uh, hundred what was it one hundred fifty games for West Ham yeah. or something like that. Like, it's good experience. And he's never played with a, a side with the quality that we have. Yeah. So and so and and also, um, you know, in, in that in that same vein, I I, I like uh, I like a good story. Yeah, me too. But yeah, so that's that for the Norwich game. This show though, because we're trying to, we're, we're branching we're out, branching out. So we're gonna do a quick little around the league of what yes. happened last week, and in the future on these, this will be its uh, its own standalone show. Yeah, uh, we don't, I don't know what to name it yet though. I was thinking about this the other day because we're not we can't just call it the around the league show that yeah. exists. Yeah. So we're gonna have to come up with a uh, a name, but in the future, you know, we're gonna try to get some guests on to talk yeah. about their clubs and. Well, yeah, we'll mix it up. We thought about nabbing someone out of the the little meeting we had today, but yeah. eh, it wasn't. Some good. of them seemed pretty um, hungry or crotchety. You know, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, but the, some of them wanted to go. Yeah, so I was like, yeah. Eh, so just we just, you know, it. Emmanuel stuck us up here in the box, and here we are by ourselves, as should be. Yeah, Liverpool fine. supporters. We're it's fine. all right, but in the future we will try to bring a little flavor of the other supporters club. We had a we, see, had a Newcastle fan over at Horse and Jockey. We uh, did Tony, and I was like, "You can come on the show." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if you if you meet a random Brighton fan around, send them our way. Yeah. That's all we're saying. Yeah. Well, not the one that hangs out at London Heights, but anyway. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> any other Brighton fan. Uh, but okay, so let's get into it. Results from last week. I I made a list, a subjective list. I really feel like these were the most surprising. Or interesting yeah, I'm not results. A, I'm not arguing this. Yeah, okay. Much. So, first of all, the most... We're not going to talk about the nil-nil between the Blues and Palace. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, obviously, the first result that probably every Liverpool fan looked to after our result, the 
later on in the day was uh, or on uh, on the Saturday the next day was West Ham went, uh, hosted Man City and did nothing to put up any type of resistance. You know, did you hear the West? Did you see the West Ham fan TV where like the guy was like being interviewed and he was just like basically calling them like the devil he's <laughs> 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 just like you know they're just ruining football and I, they're turning this into like a bundesliga or a, you know Serie A, and I, I just can't stand him he's like because there's nothing you can do to keep up with them yeah right and i understand why fans feel that way i really hope that this year we see a few teams take it out of them a bit yeah if for no other reason than like we just got to mix this up yeah. but um yeah, I mean, what can you expect, right? Opening day, like, there's just no chance that West Ham's going to be on the level of the city. Maybe in December. Yeah. On a given day. Yeah. But on opening day, like, these first few weeks, I expect City to roll most yeah. teams. Most likely. Just, you look at the level of talent on their side. I'm just... Plus, for both of us, it's it's a sprint to the finish. It is. That's it is. the way we're both looking at it, so. Everybody's looking at it like you got to – it's how do you get 100 points. Yeah. And then they know how. We came close, yeah. But that's that's that extra three points that's going to close yeah. the gap. The main talking point, of course, in the game being Raheem Sterling getting a hat trick. Mm. He will make an appearance in the fantasy section of the show yeah. when we berate the leader of our league was, for oh. ca- for vice captaining Raheem Sterling. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get to you, Mike Hanna. If Wait, no, listening. is that him or no? I thought Jack was. Oh no, league. it is. It's Jack. It's Jack. Kane. Jack Kane. You're about. To, you're gonna get lit up later in this episode. <laughs> You know what's funny is I'm like I'm pretty sure Jack listens to this. So, <laughs> so Jack, get ready. You're you're gonna be uh, a lot of a lot of vitriol is gonna be spewed in your direction for some of your team selection. But anyways, so yeah, Man City showed up, did the business probably as expected. Manuel Pellegrini said, "Here you go, three points. Take it, leave it." They took it five nil. Of course, had to one up us because that's the name of the game. Yeah, yeah, they did. Another interesting result I found to be interesting, given that Watford's been on an upward trajectory and Brighton's been on a downward trajectory, is Brighton went to Watford and beat the brakes off of them. Yeah. 3 0. Yeah. Well, it was Andone put in a, had a couple of yeah. goals. I mean, yeah, that, that guy's good. They've, yeah. got, they've got a few good players. I didn't know of any of the business that they did over the summer. There's been some talk about it. Like, they they had a few good signings, experienced players. So we'll see. I still have them going down, but it's a good start to uh, argue against that. Yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> maybe not relegated is what I wrote underneath the result. <laughs> I saw that. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, I think we both predicted them to go down. Yeah. <laughs> and, no, well, you look at the way they finished last season under Hewton, just defending, 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 defending nonstop. Yeah. And it's like you can't stay up that way for long. I mean, eventually your number is going to come. Maybe now Brighton can hold on to the 1-0 lead when we need them to. <laughs> maybe now. <laughs> maybe. maybe. Or maybe they'll just get a second. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Another interesting result from the, the the previous weekend that just passed. Spurs beat Villa 3-1. Villa coming up, goes 1-0 up at the Spurs stadium. It's yeah. looking as if it's going Spursy real quick. But yeah. Spurs found it in, turned it around. Mdombele got a debut goal, uh. and they ended up winning 3-1. It's a good result for them. They they're trying to say, feel like they're going to be in this race, so they're going to need to keep up. And yeah, I mean you can't. I mean Harry Kane after it the wasn't match, the wrong result. Harry Kane after the match laid down a title declaration. No, oh, they are going for the title as if there was something else they'd be doing. <laughs> third, we're going for we're third. Going for third. <laughs> Well, I heard somebody, uh, I think it was on the Anfield rap, said, well, it doesn't matter who wins the title. He's just going to claim it anyway. Yeah, right? (laughs) And swear on his daughter's (laughs) life while doing it. Oh, my goodness. Anyways, on the Sunday morning, if you woke up, you watched one of the most boring games, but Arsenal kind of proved themselves a little bit. They won 1-0 at Newcastle. Newcastle, 
better than you'd think, right? Like, yeah. Because I think uh, everybody got down on them real quick after this offseason. You're going, oh, man, they're doomed. They're going to get relegated, this and that. But you forget that, you know, there's some decent players in that side. And they, uh, who is the guy they brought off the bench with, like, the, the blonde mohawk or whatever? Oh, I can't remember um, his name right now. I know who you're talking about. I can't remember. He looked sharp. Like, yeah. he came on and just immediately started causing problems. And they've got Al Marone, who's a good player. They've got a few other, like, They'll find some goals. Yeah. But, yeah, it'll be interesting seeing if Newcastle in two or three months' time are as solidified and together. Yeah. How long can they hold this together? And then can – so, like, this weekend I think they go to, I want to say, Burnley or something like that. So can they get a better result down there? Yeah, we're going to – we'll we'll look at that in the fantasy because it's obviously part of it. Yeah, plays yeah. who? But, yeah, they, I think they do have a favorable matchup. They don't, they're not playing like an Arsenal. But – the thing, the thing, the trend here being that kind of like the beginning of last year, the top four or five teams winning out. Obviously, not the top six teams because the next result, Frank Lampard's first season, is not going to be a fairy tale. It's not going to be smooth. I'm not sure where they're going to get goals from necessarily, other than you know, I, I guess they're hoping Pulisic and Olivier Giroud are an awesome tag team. Who's the kid they had up front to hit the bar? Uh, Mason Mount? No, the other one. The kid they have playing Ford. I can't. I'd never heard of him before. Yeah. So I was like, okay. So, oh, is it, it Tammy Abraham? Tammy Abraham. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I'm going, okay. So they're putting a lot to these kids, man. And, I, yeah, I think it's going to be a year of uh, growth and change for Chelsea. Free hit, as we said before. Yeah, they, they, there's no pressure on them. Nobody expects a whole lot other than, you know. I think if they finish above six, it'll be viewed as above expectations. I think I literally think sixth. I think like for is, them, is, if they finish sixth and get out of the Champions League group stage, massive success. Yeah. Are they in the Champions League? They won the Europa League. Oh yeah, yeah. Christ! Those We're playing little, them in the UEFA Super those Cup. Those cheating <laughs> bastards. Yes. The the comment which I went under this because I, I want to read it because it rhymes. <laughs> I asked United back or the least poo of the two. <laughs> and we'll see because yeah, United actually have uh, Wolves up next away, yeah. and that'll be a good. So little Pogba marker. looked engaged for that game, but then how how long before he suddenly disengages? And they don't have a lot in midfield, having let Herrera go. They didn't replace him. Yeah, so we'll we'll see. And can Harry Maguire carry the back line for thirty eight matches? Oh man, the fume on Twitter over the Harry Maguire love. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, I United mean, like Sky though is ridiculous. They're as bad as Fox. United like to and fans like to say we're unbearable, but the way that United are covered and oh my the genuine love affair that happens in the British media for as United. If Martin Tyler alone wasn't enough. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, we'll see if Harry Maguire can carry the team all the way through to the end of the season. Yeah, I was I was I was here early with the guys from the United group, and I was you know you got to make conversation. I'm trying to be civil here. Yeah. And, oh uh, yeah, you showed up, and it was you and the United. <laughs> yeah. That's why you told me to hurry up. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, I don't know, like, we got to get here, man. But no, um, I asked them like, what did they expect going in, and they were they were all like, dude, I was delighted. Yeah. You know, because they didn't expect to win four 0 no. It was like two one. Yeah, sneaky you know. result. Yeah, get by. Like they were like it was at Old Trafford, so like you th- you want you think you're gonna win. Yeah, but, yeah I don't I'm, even think they were expecting that. That was that was a beating. Well, I forget his name. Uh, what's his name? The, the big lad at the Scouse lad at, at Horse and Jockey. He was the one who was like, because Lee made us do the owner of the Horse and Jockey made yeah. us do a top four prediction or top six prediction. I think it was top top four. We said we should have done top six, but we did a top yeah, four. Yeah, I think it was top four. And yeah. he was one of two people to put United in the top four. He did. And he was like, look, man, you know, United just seemed to find ways. And, you know, maybe it is the the 
the second coming of the golden child, the prodigal son, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, you know? Maybe. We'll see, it. though. It's definitely next weekend, depending on how the Wolves result goes, we will see. Yeah. If it's I mean, that's deal. a good test of the game, too. Wolves away. That's not, yeah. that's not an easy task. Then we'll start to see. But I do think he, to give credit, even though I don't like to, to United manager, uh, smart move getting offloading Lukaku and yeah. going for pace up front. Yeah. Martial, Rashford, and Lingard. Lingard's shit, but Rashford and Martial are pretty decent young players. Yeah. And they they have the pace. That's right. You can't call Lingard young, folks. <laughs> yeah, he's 27. Yeah. That's he's not, <laughs> he might look young, but he's not. Yes. He might dab like he's a child, <laughs> but he is a grown man. Okay? Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, we'll see with United in regards to United. Um, But, yeah, so as things stand, City at the top. Yep. Uh, United is second. Goal difference separation. We are third, and I do believe Brighton, Brighton are fourth. Brighton's <laughs> top four. What a season it's going to be. The Brighton fans at the end of the match at Watford were singing, we're going to win the league. And I just want to be like, see, guys, they know they're not going to win the league, but they still sing it. <laughs> I like the faith. That's <laughs> exactly. the point. Exactly. Because what is football without a little bit of friendly banter? Exactly. Like, you know, go back to the Rowdy's meeting tonight. Neil Collins was just throwing out the Man United banter. Oh, he was know. just, yeah. <laughs> Throwing jabs at us. Yeah, he was. He was just trying to dig it in. Ask him a question about the you set up. He had to talk about Alex Ferguson, you know. <laughs> you know, talking about stadiums that drag the ball in, brought up the cop, and he was like, well, let's talk about Sheffield United yeah, Stadium. Yeah, Bromel <laughs> Lane. That's, they, they suck in the goals. Oh, so now, the main event. We are getting into it. How much time do we have? 25 minutes. Perfect. We, we are looking good. We are flying along, actually. <laughs> we we're going to have to come up with shit to talk about at the end. <laughs> this is crazy. But we're going to get into the Fantasy League. If you are on the Premier League Fantasy site, you can enter our code in at any time and join the league. Yeah, yeah. It'll drag your points over, I'm pretty sure, from previous weeks. Oh, yeah. If you already have a team, yeah, definitely enter. Uh, I'm trying to find the code. but It's like QOE. It's like DD5Q. Contact us on Instagram yeah, we'll or get Facebook, and we'll get you the code if you need it. Um, but we have a fantasy league. And actually, like, right before kickoff, I went and looked because we were at, like, 12. We're up to 19 people now. No, no, no. The league's getting real. It's, it's looking good. I like it. So let's do the table. From bottom to top, because we're going to look at the top team and kind of dissect it and look at what he did right. Yeah. At the bottom of the table, Charlie uh, Corcoran with 34 points. Christ, lad, pick it up. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Next was Alice Sullivan. Listen, lady, 45 points. Come on, okay? Next, You're in the relegation zone. Yeah. Who needs slab head? Alistair Flynn, my buddy, 47 points. Ahead uh, of that, the unbearable Reds, our very own Matt Fisher. Oh, and this 15th place team. Komcheski's Bald Army, that is I, 50 points. At least I broke half a century, folks. Uh, ahead of me, by one point, Garrett Healy. He comes down to the horse and jockey. He's 14th, 51 points. Cloptimus Prime. Ahead of him, Mike Hanna. Hanna, calm as you like, 52 points. From London Heights. Tied with the Anfield Rogues, Renato Lemma's team, 52 points. In 11th place, Morning Glory. That's Ryan Hutowski's team with 53 points. Now we have a three-way tie in 8th place. With the Cobblers, Ale Ale Ale, and the Ledyard Rebels, all on 56 points. That's JT Thomas, Ray Kelly, and Tyler Hutowski. Oh, the one brother is beating the other brother, or maybe <laughs> father beating son. I don't know. Let us know. Reach out so we can talk shit to your relative on a proper level. Um, Come on, pod, talk shit to your relative. Seventh place, the lovely Thomas Eldon, uh, with his, his team name Skirtled, 
and fi- with 59 so, points. So, uh, not to, so we have time. I'm just going to squeeze in this story because it made me laugh. So uh, he te- he's texted me the other day from some bar out on, like, uh, Gandhi. And Russell, who hangs out at London Heights, also walks into this same bar. And Tom is wearing his purple Andy Robbo jersey. So Russell starts singing, oh, Andy. So they're all, he's like, another Scott walks into a bar. Or he's like, this other guy just walked into this bar and started singing this to me. I said, two Scots walk into a bar, write a joke about yourselves. So then they're sitting there. He sends me a picture of the two of them. And I was like, good God. Looks like train spotting the golden years. (laughs) (laughs) And all Tom said was, wow, you're on a roll today. Always Tom with the uh, the dry sense. <laughs> so he's already texted me about tomorrow. His like clop drops by halftime. He's, yeah. he's predicting. I think uh, I can't remember what he said, but he's projecting a Reggie hat trick in oh, the Super Cup. I'm so. all aboard with that. <laughs> Twenty goals. Twenty goals. Only nineteen to go. Um, so yeah, Tom in seven, fifty nine points ahead of him. Ryan Ford, champion, spelled with a six instead of an A. Don't know how that really works, but I kind of follow it, and I like it. I like it. Um, 64 points. You in fifth. What did yeah, this happen? Yeah, offensive team name. Obviously, don't take <laughs> any of the advice I'm about to give you on fantasy. Listen yeah. to David. Uh, he cracked the top four, though. So. He's in the European. You're in the European places. That's right. You I'm, know? I'm Got to get into the Champions League. Manny, who left us. Well, Manny. Emmanuel, uh, who set this whole thing up for us. Thank you very much, Emmanuel. I'm sure you're listening. Big shout out. I'm sure you're listening to this back now that you've abandoned us in this, <laughs> in the lofty perch above Al Lang. Now that he knows we have time limits, he's going to listen all the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> his his team name, Matip Boys. Like it. Love it. Want some more of it. 67 points in fourth. Now there is a massive gap between uh, yeah. third place and fourth place. These three ran away with it. Yeah, so the top three is 13 points clear of, of fourth. And, and third place, 80 points. Scott Stewart, let's talk about six. In second place, Adam Booth, Dyslexia United with everything. Oh, Dyslexia Untied. Yeah. Guess who got got me? <laughs> I was about to be like, he spelled everything correct. But I have dyslexia and fixed it. Or whatever that's called. He's on 81 points. And our leader... With the name that the pod could have had to begin with, <laughs> Upon Me Chess. I was like, Yo, was that a shout to the pod? I wasn't. <laughs> Listen, Jack, we appreciate it. But he got 88 points. We're going to tell you his starting lineup. He had Pope in goal, who got a clean sheet for Burnley. Picked he did. up eight points there. He has it's Robertson. He's Robertson, Van Dyke, Zinchenko, and Coleman. I guess Zinchenko got an assist, and so did Coleman, based on the points they got. He uh, cap- both clean sheets, too. Yes, that's true. He captained Mo Salah, who got no. him 24 points. Not a bad day. Lucas Moore got him five. Perez from Leicester City got him three. His forwards didn't do much. De La Feu with one. Wilson with five. And he gets a big boo because he played Raheem Sterling, and he vice-captained him, <laughs> and he got him 20 points. So you know what, Jack? It doesn't even really count. <laughs> How Way to use your vice captain, though. Well done. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll how, give you that. How dare you? I had Obama Yang as my captain, who did get one, and Virgil as my vice, who did get one. Yeah. But they didn't have a hat trick. Yeah, so, that's... Touche, uh, Jack. Touche. That's a very good usage of the vice captain, which sees you now top the table by seven points. You got a little bit of a comfortable lead, but it's a long season, my friend. It, it is. is a long season. Uh, quick shout out. I just, you know, I, I don't want to self-graziate or anything like that and, like, Big, big up myself, but I did captain Divakarigi. <laughs> okay, <laughs> he did get a goal and an, he got an assist for the own goal. They did give him an assist in fantasy. Am I a genius? 
maybe. <laughs> the fact that Divacarigi scored half of my points, basically, immense. <laughs> Is my team probably shit, considering he's probably not going to start many more games from here on out? Yes. <laughs> Did I have to transfer him out of my team? Yes. But we go on, you know? Yeah. We go on. Do you have any concerns ahead of this week in your lineup? Oh, yeah, I had a lot of concerns. <laughs> I'm starting out negative eight points behind concerns. Made a lot of transfers concerns. <laughs> My main concern is that, yes, I, I, did the, I did the silly thing in picking Divock Origi to start with just because I knew he was going to score a goal in the first game. And I, I thought about the short-term games. And I was like, yeah, captain him. He's going to get a, at least one goal. And he ended up getting assists, and 24 points is a good output. But the fact of the matter is he's just not going to play or start very much, and it's not going to be a reliable choice. Um, I was hoping his transfer value would go up, so my cap space would go up, but that didn't happen yet. So Divacarigi is now gone from my squad. Um, And if I look at my team real quick, yeah, I've had to – I'm really worried now about the fact that Hugo Lloris is my goalie because they're playing Man City. Um I was a little worried about the fact that Bernardo Silva didn't even start for Manchester City. What the hell was that about? Um, but we'll right. see. Did, did he come on? No, he didn't. He didn't, didn't even appear. Didn't get a single Which minute. Is crazy. Right? He's Pep spent all last season talking about how he's the key to the team. He's and, lo- he might be the best player on that team. He doesn't even play. Yeah, what the hell I, is that? What the hell's up, Pep? Come on. Um, but real quick, just because we're looking at fantasy, uh, hold on. Let's go look at the fixtures coming yeah, up. So this, this week. is where I have some concerns. Okay, so first of all, I'm already missing uh, Allison. Yeah. So I'm going, you know, I got to go Nick Pope. He's my backup goalkeeper. But Nick Pope is up against Arsenal. Yeah. So that's already concerning because their lineup is built to score goals. But so I have Obama Yang as one of my lead forwards. And this is also concerning because Burnley is really extremely good defensively. So I can't win on both fronts. I'm only going (laughs) to win on one front. (laughs) And then if you look at uh, so City play Tottenham. Yeah. Which probably not a lot of goals in that game. No. So Sterling is already a concern. If you have, you know, if you have a Harry Kane or you have a, a Aguero or a Son or Luca Mora, all yeah. these guys, like the odds of them scoring, it does kind of go down. And then who was I just looking at? Um, oh man. Oh, it, so another popular goal scoring choice is Vardy. Yeah, they're playing Chelsea. Yeah. Now, I don't have him, but if you have a, a Jamie Vardy in your lineup, there's a lot to think about with yeah. the considering the guys we've already named. Liverpool players are probably your best bet. Yeah, right? Uh, I mean, we, we have a favorable matchup, but it is a way to Southampton. It, it is kind of a trap game. Now, the one thing I will say is they were really disappointing last week. Yeah. Like, really disappointing. C- compared to where Hassenhudel had him. I love saying that name, Hassenhudel. It's a great name. <laughs> Alpine Klopp. Right? Gotta love him. <laughs> Gotta love him. But compared to where he had him at the end of last season, I expected them to come flying into this season, and they just haven't. They yeah. Just, they're started very slow so we'll see how they do against us but that's uh hopefully you have some liverpool attackers in your lineup and uh well so when i'm looking at the fixtures right because like you said um there's a lot of you know matchups that aren't favorable for the bigger teams where you might have the big name players in there even like man united away to wolves that could be a tricky one for them if you have for some weird reason any man united players on your team no, um, I don't, but I have two Wolves players. Yeah, right? <laughs> so, like, for me, what I almost did is I almost went and signed the guy who scored against us for Norwich because Norwich plays Newcastle at home. First game back in the Premier League, home game. Crowd's going to be up for it. Newcastle obviously going through a transition, and everyone believes they're pretty shit. Um, the wheels could come off real quick for Newcastle, and that game could end up producing a, quite a few goals because Norwich did look good against us going forward. No, they did. You have to give them credit. They played football. They tried. They went for it. 
yeah, it didn't work out, but it's because you're playing Liverpool. Like, they're a little out of their depth on that one. Yeah. But against, the, like, the Sheffield Uniteds, against the Burnleys and the, you know, the t- like, 11 down, they're going to – Norwich is going to win some games. I yeah. think they're going to stay up. Yeah. So, like, I'm looking also at, like, Austin Villa has their first game back in the Premier League at home, and so does Sheffield United. Those are the type of games where the team gets a, a little bit of a boost, and you might be able to snag someone for cheap, yeah. you know, if you got to rotate out. Yeah. That can score you some goals. You obviously only get one free transfer a week. Otherwise, you got to take point totals off, as I found out. Um, I need Delafeu to get come alive against the Ev. Yeah. And get, like, a brace. And then uh, I have Wilfred Zaha against Sheffield United. Yeah. We'll see. And so, like, and also for the Austin Villa Bournemouth game, I brought I have Harry Wilson on my team. He didn't play last right. game. This could be the game where he comes in. He's used to Austin Villa. He's used to Austin Villa away. He played in the championship last year. He did. Um, I also picked up Callum Wilson because I think he did get a goal in Bournemouth's first game. Um, and he's I think he's you're right, and yeah. he's like a he's like an up and coming English striker. I think he's twenty four still. Yeah. Um, but those are the type of games you got to look at when when the big big guns face off against each other to try to pick up some points. <clears throat> like because yeah, Hugo Lloris is my goal. He's gonna get scored on by Manchester. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready for it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing you have to consider, um, and like I just made fun of people for if you do pick up a Man United player, how dare you? But Martial, for instance, played at center forward last game, but he's listed as a midfielder. Uh, in the same vein, I've gone and picked up. Uh, Maitland Niles because he's listed as a defender even though he's a midfielder. Yeah, and he scores goals. Exactly. He scored. Yeah, he scored. No, he set up the goal yeah, last he, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was the man of the match for Arsenal, actually. He was the top point scorer for really, Arsenal because yeah. he got an assist and he got the clean sheet uh, as a defender, uh, which is weird why midfielders don't get clean sheets. I don't know. Uh, a little something for the Premier League to look at in regards to their scoring system. <laughs> <laughs> so where are you looking to see some improvement this week? For my team? Or, for, or just like from some key performers around the league? Um, a Pulisic needs to do something because he was invisible in the first yeah. game. Didn't do anything. When he came on, it was like, is he? St- wait, did he get subbed back off? Yeah. <laughs> Another guy I went and picked up and lost points for was Mkhitaryan because Ozil. Uh, I don't know if you heard, is like gonna go under wraps and like disappear because there are Turkish assassins trying to kill him right now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, so it was what him and Kalasinic couldn't go to the game. Yeah, we out of safety fears. I'm like, I'm like, am I missing something about Newcastle? Do they just hate Turkish people? No, like, uh, so because you know, not to get into too deep into politics or whatever, but Ozil has buddied up to Erdogan, uh, the Turkish you know leader, uh, who's not very popular among his people, and Turkish people don't play apparently. Um, and you can run from Turkey, Mesut Ozil, and become a German, but Turkey will find you. <laughs> Even if you're in England. Yeah. So, yeah, because of all this gesturing and posturing he's done to, to warm up to Erdogan, the, the Turkish people have put a hit out on him, apparently. Which is crazy. Yeah, right? But <laughs> but, interesting. Listen, man, Turkish football fans. Maybe that's why he's talking about going to D.C. You know, yeah, right? Turkish football fans, if you haven't seen, pretty crazy, man. Yeah. There's a video on YouTube of a Besiktas fan getting stopped at, like, the entrance point. And they, like, start patting him down, and then they just pull, like, 50 beer cans out of his, like, pockets <laughs> and jackets in various places that were really well hidden. Like, you couldn't even tell that he had, like, had them on him. So, yeah, Turkish fans, a little nuts. Uh, they're trying to kill Well, the Besiktas fans, you know, they did try to overthrow the government once. Yes. So, <laughs> hey, listen. That. Yeah. So, so, the fact that Ozil could be out is pretty favorable for Mkhitaryan as far as playtime. He probably does have to become the creative player in that side. 
Plus, if you believe the rumors that uh, what's his name U- Unai Emery is just done with Ozil, he's just done with him. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of looking for Mkhitaryan to take over that role and like move into that space. But yeah, I mean, yeah. Robertson needs a bounce back and you know meet the levels that Trent had in the last game yeah. as far as providing opportunities. And that hopefully will be a healthy competition. But yeah, I, at this point, it's it's really early. Jimenez maybe to get a goal finally, you know, because he didn't score in the last match. What was it, nil nil with Leicester? Yeah. Um, yeah. Looking at Jimenez, and then uh, funnily enough, I didn't. Martin Kelly got like five points last, <laughs> last week. He's four million. He got six points. He's four million. I have him on my bench. Yeah. Hey man, maybe he. It's this is it's, it's his year. <laughs> it's his year. He's turning it around. Um, how about you? Uh, well, in terms of my team, uh, you know, I was actually pretty happy with the way things went. Um, maybe, I, you know, hopefully Lester scores and Madison does something to support it. Zaha was very disappointing. Uh, so hopefully something there. Uh, but other than that, like pretty much everybody that's on the on my team, well, Jota didn't do anything for yeah. goals because nobody did anything in that game. So, but other than that, yeah, I – not, not, I'm not, like, too stressed out about anybody on my squad. Well, I look down the league, and I'm thinking, okay, so, you know, who are some notable players that I would want to see? Like, if I, they were on my team, I'd be like, okay, come on. So, Felipe Anderson yeah. did not play for West Ham because yeah. he has a thigh injury. They're saying now he has, like, a 75% chance of playing this weekend. He's an interesting one just because he's only $7 million. I don't know. It, yeah. He, you know, he could play a big role for them this season. We'll see. Yeah. He's one to keep an eye on. Um, That's yeah. the thing about fantasy, Premier League fantasy, as opposed to like American football fantasy, is that you got to go to the shit teams and find the people that get the points for those teams <laughs> and pick them up. Like you know, because yeah. you, you can't just go and get every eleven million pound player. No, you got to build out that squad. <clears throat> so wait, um, does Arnautovic still? Oh, he moved to West Ham. Oh, okay. All right, he was there last year. Yeah. He went. He was trying to force him. Oh, he was trying to force him to move, China, right? but it, it, it never happened. Yeah, man. I mean, this is a good time to familiarize yourself with the rest of the league <laughs> and trying to find. I'm trying deals to remember. I'm like all these bogus deals you hear about during the offseason. Yeah, it's right? hard to remember where everybody ends up. Yeah. So I'm. So for me, yeah, I'm hoping for Harry Wilson to to get a little action in, just because it's kind of like having a, a Liverpool player. William didn't play for Chelsea either, right? No, he didn't. Yeah, because a lack of match fitness. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that'll change as well. We'll see. There's a there's a lot of stuff to work itself out in the early part of the season. Um, but yeah, we all got to catch. Uh, what's his name? Jack Kane, and punish him for vice captaining Raheem <laughs> Sterling. Even if it's just one time, I got to dump a Wobie. I, I got him when he was on Arsenal, and now I'm like, now I got to get rid of him. He's destined for failure yes. in blue and white. Didn't he say he his goal is to score seven goals? Seven goals. <laughs> He's their new striker signing. He's like, I want seven goals. <laughs> but yeah, so. Hey, if you have any hot fantasy tips, post them underneath this episode when we throw it up on the Facebook. Let us know. If you haven't joined the league, once again, we'll get you the code. Join the league. It's a little, yeah. it's a bit of fun, you know? Yeah, it's why so, not? It's something to laugh about with your friends while you're at the pub. And I have no interest in other games if it wasn't for this. You know what I mean? No. It's at least going to get me into the rest of the league. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, and then, you know. Maybe we'll let you call in one time. Yeah. <laughs> you can um, call my speakerphone. Listen, the Rowdies we'll sat us down and they told us all the ways they were growing and building, and now we're just. That's it. We're going to meet them. Oh, <laughs> well, we have surprises in store for you folks this year. Oh, yes, we you do. Don't even know. Listen, uh, yeah, I, I yeah, while we sit here at Alang, once again, yeah, look, af- look out for what the Rowdies are doing in the future because it is very exciting. 
Um, and yeah, who else lets the most irrelevant podcast in the Tampa Bay area come and do exactly. a podcast at their stadium? You know. <laughs> Where else, I'm like, <laughs> where else do you get that? I feel bad saying that because I'm like, we're not even like the most relevant podcast talking about the Rowdies. Yeah, right. <laughs> hey, listen, uh, the Rowdies play this weekend away, but next weekend they're at home, and it's going to be a, a wonderful time. Um, we're about to wrap up, man. I promise. Okay. Yeah, yeah I know. Okay. Security guard is letting us know we got to. We're, we're wrapping up five minutes. Okay. All right, I'm gonna go check the broadcast room. Okay. 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 I we'll got you. you. Okay. Thanks a lot, man. Right. Thank you. Oh, see. I got you. Will do. Yeah. There's a. I wish you got his name because he was on the pod. Uh, was like, oh. Oh. Uh, that I was our get... guest for today. Security, <laughs> security man in LA. I didn't even get his. Didn't, didn't see a name tag or anything. So no. real quick before we get kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Super Cup is tomorrow. It is. It's at three. It is. It's a it's a glorified friendly like the sh- charity shield, but since we didn't win the charity shield, I'd really like to win this one. Yeah, yeah. And oh say- no, and this one. Okay, so last pod I had said uh, that the charity shield was on the wall of champions. It's not. Uh, I you're had, wrong. Yeah, I had that mixed up. So, uh, but this one definitely is. Yeah, it is for a fact. This one's on the wall at Melwood and at Anfield. So I would like to win it. Yeah. Um, it would be what our second, I think. I think, so, it, I think, I think they'd have to put it. There's no number under it right now. I think right? it's our third. Is it our third? Yeah. We won it in 01 oh, against Bayern we were, Munich. We were UEFA Cup yeah. champions. That's right. We beat Bayern Munich 3-0 at Monaco. It was You're right. Yonor right. Nerissa's first my, game. That was a big scalp at the time. Yeah. And then I think uh, – did we win in 2006 after Istanbul? I can't remember. I think we did, though. I think so. I can't remember who we played, but I think we I think we won it in 05. If I'm wrong, then I'm wrong, and you let me know. Of course, guys. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, Chelsea look really bad. They're in a really bad place right now. Yeah. They really actually need to win this glorified friendly. Yeah. And there's going to be pressure on them to just at least look better. So, well, I mean, obviously with a trip to Southampton away, uh, that's 10 a.m. kickoff on Saturday, if you're listening to this this week. But so with, with Southampton away coming up, what, what do you think he makes a, a lot of changes to the lineup for the Super Cup game? Um, well, I think Divock Origi starts and Mane comes off the bench because he wants Mane fresh for Southampton. Um, probably a little bit of rotation in the midfield, but I think for the most part everything stays the same. The schedule I think maybe Genie gets a rest. The schedule hasn't gotten congested enough yet where we need to start resting players, no. and it's not going to be congested after this. No, that's true. It's basically like a warm-up to Champions League midweek football where the players have to play three games a week. Yeah. So I don't really expect much rotation. Um, obviously, Adrian in goal. You yeah, know? obviously. Um, and, yeah, I think Divock Origi will start with a, a view to get him off after 60 minutes. You think maybe he goes Matip instead of Gomez? Maybe. I think maybe. I actually think that's a pretty good shout. Lovren appears to be out the door. So Oh, yeah. So we, we didn't even mention that. So uh, 15 million. 15 million. The, so it's funny because Mel, Mel Reddy said that he's doing it because of Seth Vandenberg, and then David Maddox said he's doing it because of Hover. So he, but you don't know. He's yeah. doing it because of Dutch kids. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's all you need to know. Uh, we are the Dutch masters, as they say. Yeah, no. Um, but yeah, I mean, I yeah, I I would probably expect Van Dyke to start and maybe bring Joe Gomez off. Maybe even put him out on the, on the right or, wing. Yeah, give Trent a rest. Maybe we'll yeah. see. Maybe a little Harvey Elliott. Wow. I don't know. But apparently, Harvey, Harvey Elliott in training today nutmegged Lonigan. And then everyone was deciding whether that means Lonigan's really shit or Harvey Elliott's Lionel Messi. <laughs> <laughs> so leave that up to interpretation. 
But yeah, I, you know what? Because it is a friendly. Obviously, I want to win it, so you can't weaken the side too much. And I really don't expect Klopp because the players have been saying leading up to it, like, we just want to win things. No, and I think that the sentiment in the fan base is that they want to win this one. Yeah. You know, we're going back to Istanbul. A lot of good memories there. Right. Why not? Why not a few more? Why right. not a killer I mean, night out? The Liverpool Facebook posted Mo Salah's goal against them today. <laughs> <laughs> Just get the hype going. When do we get the Luis Garcia goal? Oh, no, it's it's been going like that. That Salah because obviously every time I see it. Yeah, but it's like it's been going for like days now, just on a loop. I like that five minute loop of it just over and yeah, over yeah, and over. Yeah. Like I could watch it till the end of time. Oh well, I think that's it. All right, I think we did pretty good. We are well, a minute Al- fifty to spare. We're at Al Lang. We uh, talk to me and David. We'll tell you what we can tell you. It's exciting times. It is. It's a good time to be a rowdy supporter. It's you know. It's something worth getting behind. Yeah. You got to support the local footy, and they want to do a lot of things with people in the community, and this is a great time. Yeah, man, and it's also a great time to be a Liverpool supporter. Super Cup tomorrow. I'm probably going to – probably today because I'm going to go back and probably just throw this up because we did talk about this weekend. So they're probably going to go up on the 14th of August – Tomorrow morning, yeah, a.k.a. Yeah. today when you're listening. Yeah, so listen to it before the Super Cup. Yeah, um, well, because we really went in depth tactically <laughs> on what's going to happen. <laughs> so what, we'll close with this. No, we, we're trying to keep it a little more evergreen. Prediction for the Super Cup. Uh, 3-0 to us. I like it. 3-0 to Liverpool. We dance around with the trophy. I drink more beer out of my Champions League trophy <laughs> and have a grand old time. And then he orders a Super Cup replica while he's drunk. <laughs> yes, absolutely. All the trophies, all the replicas, all in the pub as as soon as possible. This has been the third episode of Season 2 of Tampa Bay Cop Talk live from, from L.A. From the V-Box in Outlang Stadium. I'm looking at the Hilton sign right now. They have not lit the field up for us as we requested. That's yeah. all right. I wanted us projected on the scoreboard, but it didn't happen. So. That's all right. Well, we were working on that because, you know, the Rowdy seem to want to work with us, so that's good. I'm Jordan. I'm David. Until next time, up the Reds. Up the Reds.